Good evening, Patriots. I'm Praying Medic. It is Monday, November 23rd, and this is my nightly news broadcast. Thank you for joining me on the broadcast. Normally, I come to you live at 6 p.m. Eastern on CloudHub, channel 115. Uh, CloudHub is currently uh, in the process of developing its own video servers. And as soon as I get that done, we'll be back doing live broadcasts. Right now, you can find my broadcasts on Rumble. Also, on prayingmedic.com. You can find my broadcasts, my articles, and my podcasts. I'm going to get you caught up on the weekend's news. Mostly we're going to stick with election news. That seems to be what most people are interested in right now. And before we get going, I'd like to give you a word about my latest book, Great Awakening. It is the second uh, volume in the Q Chronicles series. This book uh, continues where volume one left off. Uh, picking up on Q's post roughly December of 2017. Uh, I discuss subjects like the Rothschilds family, how they made their wealth, how they became the most powerful family in uh, modern history. Also dis uh, discuss uh, corruption in the Vatican, specifically the Vatican Bank. There's also a chapter on secret societies. Uh, in the back, there was a, a glossary that has over 600 terms, abbreviations, acronyms, and agencies you may not be familiar with. The Great Awakening is currently available on Amazon, at least for now. It's also available on Barnes & Noble. And we're going to have an interesting week, I think, uh, mostly focusing on litigation involving the election. We're gonna start out with a, an observation from Robert Barnes. Media gaslighting that widespread fraud must have occurred to doubt election outcome. That is not the legal standard. All Donald Trump must show is that an honest vote of lawful ballots places the election uh, in, in doubt, even if merely irregularity creates that doubt. And we're talking about uh, civil litigation. And the burden of proof for civil litigation is a preponderance of evidence. The greater weight of evidence required in a civil non-criminal lawsuit for the trier of fact, jury or judge, uh, to decide in favor of one side or another. This preponderance is based on the more convincing evidence and its probable truth or accuracy, and not on the amount of evidence. Thus, one clearly knowledgeable witness may provide a preponderance of evidence over a dozen witnesses with hazy testimony, or in the case of contract law, a signed agreement with uh, definite terms they outweigh opinions or speculation about what the parties intended with respect to their contract. Preponderance of evidence is required in a civil case. It's contrasted with beyond a reasonable doubt, which is the burden of proof for a criminal trial. All right, so one way that the Trump campaign can win all of this is to prevent Joe Biden from getting 270 electoral votes. That requires action at the state level and multiple state levels. If the results of a state's election are invalidated, that state's electoral votes cannot go to Joe Biden. And then what would happen after that, if the Electoral College is not able to select a president, then it goes to uh, state legislatures and eventually it ends up in the House. So there is a progressive uh, way in which the strategy moves and it's all outlined in the Constitution. Now, Jenna Ellis explained the overarching legal strategy for Team Trump this way. I said this before and I'll say it again. First, we need to file suits 
and recounts to stop final certification of inaccurate false results. Second, we will present testimonial and other evidence in court to show how the election was stolen. So step one, they're filing all these lawsuits in counties and states to try to prevent certification. When those are ignored, and they will be, then the next step is to go to court. So we need to just relax and let the process roll on. Caitlin Collins tweeted this out. President Trump has an answer to question from reporters in 17 days. This was on November 20th. Sidney Powell uh, replied, she retweeted her. Uh, President Trump, he doesn't need to. He already decided to release the Kraken. He can sit back with popcorn and watch the show. And okay, so what is Sidney Powell's Kraken that she keeps referring to? Well, I put out this series of tweets on the 20th. This is just my theory. Election fraud has been around for decades. It's well known to insiders. It is denied by the media and it's been hidden from the public. The corrupt establishment that relies on election fraud didn't anticipate Donald Trump. Somehow, patriots neutralized election rigging in 2016, giving Trump a shot at winning, and he won. Four years later, another rigged election came into view. Nationwide election fraud can't be done without the knowledge of thousands of people. This time, many of the people who witnessed election fraud had become loyal to Trump. When the word went out that Trump's legal team was looking for witnesses to election fraud, thousands of people responded. This is why Sidney Powell says they're being flooded with more evidence every day. There's all kinds of people coming forward willing to testify. Those who doubt that Sidney Powell has the evidence don't understand how many people have firsthand knowledge of election fraud. There's a lot of people. This time, because these people believed in Trump, they were willing to risk their lives, risk their jobs, and the safety of their families to expose fraud, all in the hope of removing it once and for all. I may be wrong, but I suspect that when Sidney Powell says she's going to release the Kraken, she's referring to an avalanche of firsthand eyewitness testimony from hundreds of patriots around the country, evidence that cannot be disputed by anyone. Now, that was my theory. Uh, well, I was a little bit surprised when she ended up retweeting the entire thread the next day. <laughs> this is taken from her, her Twitter timeline. She retweeted every tweet in that thread, which I think is confirmation that my theory was correct. That the Kraken that she's talking about is simply a whole lot of people, a whole lot of patriots who are going to come forward and testify about corruption. All right, election news from Wisconsin. On the 21st, a recount or an audit, if you prefer, began in Milwaukee and Dane counties in Wisconsin. That is going on. According to Epic Times, uh, that recount is going to continue past Thanksgiving. And so we just have to wait on the results of that audit or recount, however you want to uh, call that. In Georgia, uh, on the 21st, after Georgia's Secretary of State announced that the state had certified its election results. They backtracked and then said they had not certified. Governor Kemp then gave a speech and he made an appeal to the Secretary of State to inspect signatures. This is from Just the News. Uh, Kemp is now suggesting absentee application signatures should be compared with ballot envelope signatures to look for fraud. The question, of course, is do they still have the ballot envelopes? And this has yet to be decided. 
Trump campaign submitted a petition for another recount in Georgia that looks at signature matching. This is also from Epic Times. So the Trump campaign is has submitted a petition. Again, we don't know if Georgia is going to honor this petition, if they're going to do another recount or audit. Um, this is just, I'm just report, reporting the news. I can't tell you whether it's going to happen or not. Also in Georgia, the Republican Executive Committee unanimously called on the Secretary of State to verify that absentee ballot signatures were properly matched with the applications. So there's a lot of pressure on Georgia right now to, uh, to do things right. Now, this is from Jordan Seculo. Uh, and according to him, Trump campaign attorneys are going to file a major suit in Georgia either today or tomorrow. This is a quote from Jordan. We've got lawsuits likely to be filed in Georgia either on Monday or, or Tuesday. I can't get into the details, he said to Newsmax, without providing any examples. I can tell you right now, what's coming in Georgia will be shocking when we file in federal court Monday or Tuesday. It's nothing that we have talked about before. It's not what you heard in the press conference on Thursday either. So he continues, they've got to be outcome determinative. So one of the things that they're they're looking at is can they change the outcomes of elections it's very frivolous to file a lawsuit if you're not going to change the outcome of election so jordan here is saying that they've got to be outcome determinative but i will tell you lieutenant governor in georgia secretary of state uh they're in for quite a shock on monday and tuesday about how poorly they run and how they ran their election there's going to be proof of how poorly run they ran the elections in one of their major counties uh so we have that to look forward to. Uh, I, I've been checking Twitter. I haven't seen any filings on this case yet. It might be filed tomorrow, but we'll have to wait and see. All right, Sidney Powell tweeted this out about Georgia. Georgia is squarely in our crosshairs for massive election fraud and corruption. Take note, Governor Kemp, Secretary of State. We know the truth. We, are, we the people are taking back our country. And you know what? Let's uh, listen to Sidney Powell. Let me ask you about the state of Georgia. Obviously, yesterday, you know, the governor there, he um, certified the election for Joe Biden. It's about 12,000 votes. And what you see, will Georgia switch? Yeah, that's a total farce. Uh, Georgia's probably going to be the first state I'm going to blow up. And, and Mr. Kemp and the Secretary of State need to go with it because they're in on the Dominion scam with their last-minute purchase or award of a contract to Dominion of $100 million, the State Bureau of Investigation for Georgia ought to be looking into the financial benefits received by Mr. Kemp and, and uh, the Secretary of State's family about that time. And another benefit Dominion was created to award is what I would call election insurance. That's why Hugo Chavez had it created in the first place. But I also wonder where he got the technology, where it actually came from, because I think it's hammer and scorecard from the CIA. Just to clarify, you're saying that Governor Kemp, who's been a longtime ally of the president, is, it, is directly involved because of financial benefit in the conspiracy to defeat the president in Georgia? We have certainly been told that there is evidence of that and it would warrant an investigation if anybody were actually going to do an honest investigation. What more could you tell us about that alleged conspiracy? Is the governor's involvement? I can't, yeah, I can't give you any more details on that now, but it would certainly warrant an investigation. Jordan, if it had been reported to me as a law enforcement officer, I would be investigating it steadfastly. 
you, you know, I know you say you, you want to do your arguing in court. You are an attorney. You're not a press secretary. But you all did have a press conference last week. Jordan Sekulow said that there's going to be a filing soon in Georgia that would be explosive. Can you tell us anything? Can you make some news with us here tonight? Tell us anything new that you're going to present in that filing in Georgia? Well, I'm, I, I can't say that yet. But hopefully this week we will, we will get it ready to file. Sydney, what's and it? It will it will be biblical. Biblical. So Sydney Powell is not messing around in Georgia. She is planning on bringing some serious uh, pain to corruption in Georgia. And of course, there are people who are saying that Sydney doesn't have the evidence that she's just a lot of talk. Well, the problem with <laughs> that is. If she does not have the evidence, she is going to end up being sued for defamation. And I think she's smart enough to know that if she doesn't have the proof, she's not going to make accusations. She wouldn't want to expose herself to defamation. Same with Lynn Wood. Lynn Wood has been making a lot of claims about corruption in Georgia. And uh, he, he represents people in defamation cases. I don't think he would be opening himself up to defamation and making false claims. Speaking of Lynn Wood, uh, he made a statement that has caused some controversy among supporters of the president. He said, let's speak the truth about Senator Loeffler and David Perdue. Why are they doing little or nothing to support efforts by Georgia citizens to address unlawful election and the need for Brian Kemp to order a special session of the legislature? If it's not fixed, I will not vote in the Georgia runoff, will you? Okay, then Don Jr., Don Trump Jr. responded to that tweet. He said, I'm seeing a lot of folks, uh, a lot of talk from people that are supposed to be on our side telling GOP voters not to go out and vote for uh, Loeffler and Purdue. That's nonsense. Ignore those people. We need all of our people coming out to vote for Kelly and David. All right, so we've got two different objectives in view here. Lynn Wood is looking at a long-term objective. He wants to remove corruption in the state of Georgia, and he feels this is an opportune time to put pressure on the Georgia GOP to do the right thing and call for a special session of the legislature and also get rid of these corrupt voting machines before they hold the runoff election. Lynn Wood is looking at some long-term goals. Don Jr. is looking at short-term goals. Don Jr. wants to solidify the uh, Republican majority in the Senate. That is a short-term goal. He's not worrying right now about the corruption in Georgia and their election issues. That can be sorted out later. So I'm not going to tell you what you should do or how you should think about this. Just realize these people are looking at two different problems and, and both of them have legitimate concerns. All right, moving to Michigan. Uh, despite concerns about irregularities, Michigan's Board of Canvassers has voted to certify the state's election results. That is just in this afternoon. That story broke about a uh, half hour ago. And Jenna Ellis, who was representing Team Trump, she responded. This is their statement. Uh, certification by state officials is simply a procedural step. We're going to continue combating election fraud around the country as we fight to count all the legal votes, America must be assured that the final results are fair and legitimate. All right, so 
Just because a state certifies an election does not mean it's over. Moving to Pennsylvania. Uh, the Trump campaign lawsuit that was dismissed by a lower court, uh, I think it was on Saturday, is being appealed to the Third Circuit Court. At issue is the claim that predominantly Democrat counties were allowed to cure their ballots if there was something wrong with them and they were rejected, while pre predominantly Republican counties were not allowed that same privilege. The complaint alleges a violation of the 14th Amendment, which guarantees due process and equal protection. And this, I'm just going to read the 14th Amendment. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of the citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny any to any person within the jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. So the Trump campaign, their, their focus of most of their lawsuits are going to be on the 14th Amendment, the right to due process and the right to equal protection. And as we move forward in the next two weeks, just keep that in the back of your mind that that's the primary focus of their litigation. So that lawsuit that was dismissed uh, in the lower court, it's been appealed and it's going to the Third Circuit Court. Now, Jenna Ellis just posted this. Uh, the Third Circuit Court of Appeals has granted an expedited review of the appeal. So that's on a fast track. In fact, I, what I've read is that all election-related cases are being fast-tracked. So when people, you know, put out these concerns, oh, is there going to be time? There won't be enough time. The Electoral College is going to meet. Everything that has to do with the election is being fast-tracked. There will be enough time to get these cases. If the, if the law firm is able to prepare the case and get it in, it'll be fast-tracked. I don't think we need to worry about that too much. All right, today is the deadline for Pennsylvania counties to certify their elections. Schuylkill County officials said they're going to wrap up tomorrow. Westmoreland County does not expect to finish until next week. Allegheny and Bucks counties are also going to miss today's deadline. Not a big deal. It's not unusual for a few counties to miss the deadline, but that's the update in Pennsylvania. You've got this story. Uh, Pennsylvania Republicans have sued to block the certification of the election. This is at the state level. So first, the counties need to certify their election, and then the state needs to certify. And I believe Pennsylvania is scheduled to certify at the state level next week. So Pennsylvania Republicans are arguing that the state illegally expanded access to absentee ballots because they didn't amend the state's constitution, which has pretty strict requirements on vote by mail. So that is a lawsuit that is being filed by Pennsylvania Republicans. Again, now it's pending and we'll have to see how that works out. All right, another statement from Jenna Ellis. Uh, and this one caused a little bit of controversy. She put this out on Twitter last night. Uh, Sidney Powell is practicing law on her own. She is not a member of the Trump legal team. She is also not a lawyer for the president or his personal in his personal capacity. This is from Rudy Giuliani attorney for the president, and Jenna Ellis, Trump campaign's senior legal advisor uh, and attorney for the president. So a lot of people kind of panicked and they thought <laughs> Sidney Powell had been removed from the Trump campaign legal team. Some people thought a rift had suddenly developed between the attorneys. Um, I just took it as a point of clarification. Um, Sidney has her own law practice and her own funding. So does Lynn Wood. They don't officially represent 
President Trump as a personal attorney or the campaign. They are they're law, they represent law firms that are working in in collaboration with the president's legal team. They're not part of the legal team. So Sidney Powell issued this statement to kind of clarify things. I agree with the campaign statement that I am not part of the campaign's legal team. I never signed a retainer agreement or sent the president or the campaign a bill for my expenses or fees. Right, so she's self-funded. My intent has always been to expose all the fraud I could find and let the chips fall where they may, whether it be on Republicans or Democrats. The evidence I'm compiling is overwhelming that this software tool was used to shift millions of votes from President Trump and other Republican candidates to Biden and other Democrat candidates. We are proceeding to prepare our lawsuit and plan to file it this week. It'll be epic. So don't miss the fact that Sidney Powell is primarily focusing on fraud related to Dominion and Smartmatic and all of this election machine fraud. That's the main focus of Sidney's lawsuits. The main focus of Trump's legal team is 14th Amendment, violation of due process and equal protection. Sidney continues here, we the people elected Donald Trump and other Republican candidates to restore the vision of America as a place of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You may assist this effort by making a non-tax deductible contribution to www.defendingtherepublic.org. That is her nonprofit organization. If you want to support Sydney's work, you can make a donation there. Kraken on steroids, Sydney Powell. <laughs> nice hashtag. Joe DeGeneva uh, had this to say on uh, his interview with Howie Carr. He said that the Trump campaign statement about Sidney Powell reflected a mutual decision. Sidney is going to pursue her case regarding Dominion voting systems. Trump's attorneys are going to litigate 14th Amendment violations of due process and equal protection. Let you listen to Joe. Her focus on Dominion and a large-scale conspiracy that she outlined uh, was inconsistent with those efforts, but we thought they should be pursued by her, and it was decided by people who were like by Rudy Giuliani and others, that those efforts uh, should proceed independently of everything that we are doing because they're not part of our legal arguments before the federal courts. And she agreed with that. And she agreed to pursue them independently through her group, We the People, which is separately funded. And so that's what happened. So, so are you saying this was a mutual decision and that uh, there are no hard yes. feelings with uh -huh. Sidney Powell? No, no, absolutely. In fact, she can do now whatever she wants to do because she does not represent the President of the United States either personally or in his capacity as a candidate. She can do whatever she needs to do to make her case the way she wants to make it without the limitations which we would have to impose upon her because of our litigation over due process and equal protection, which is a different series of arguments. And we encouraged her to do that, and we hope she succeeds. Have you seen any of the evidence that she's been talking about or was talking about uh, late last week? Well, I've certainly seen, we certainly have evidence, which we intend to use in our, in our own litigation, about statistical analysis of their work and about their pedigree and about their role in this and about their back doors and about things like that. I have not seen all the other things that she mentioned in the news conference, but I have no doubt if she says it, she has it. 
Uh, that was, I think, a pretty clear explanation by Joe DeGeneva. There's, there's no hostility. There's no um, infighting or anything. Uh, and Lynn Wood had this to say. I'm going to close with this. It's another long but productive day. Have peace of mind in these difficult days. Sidney Powell is brilliant and tenacious. Rudy Giuliani is a mob buster and a fighter. Donald Trump is a genius. He will trump them all. Trust God. He has the right people in the right places. And after a little bit of a rough week last week, stocks have rebounded this morning. The Dow Jones Industrial Average closed up 327 points. And that is all the news I have for you tonight. Uh, I am going to keep tracking the election results. I'm posting all of this information on Twitter. If you want to get uh, real-time information, you can just jump on my Twitter page and follow all the news as it comes in. Uh, I do have occasionally a snarky comment or two to make, but it's mostly news. Uh, just trying to focus on the election right now and give people a sense of where things are going. If this broadcast has blessed you, you might want to consider supporting me on Subscribestar. The link to my Subscribestar page is in the description box. Also, the link to my book, The Great Awakening, is in the description box. You can get it both on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Please keep me and Denise in prayer. Keep the president in prayer. Keep his legal team in prayer. Keep Q and the team in prayer. Love you all. Take care. I will catch you on the next broadcast.